Welcome to Found in Prague. Hello and welcome back to Found in Prague. My name is Adri Mendes and I have here with me Sean, Miranda and Alex. And today we're going to be talking to you a little bit about travel and everything to do with that. And first off, I want to start by asking everyone to share with me their first travel experience, um, which for me, let me let me start first, shall I? Um, Go for it. For me, actually, it was when I went to LA for Christmas, I think, um, when I was four years old. I'm from Costa Rica, so <laughs> um, it was like a huge thing to go over there. And the only thing that I remember really, really well was that I really loved the little jellies in the in the buffet in the breakfast, <laughs> and I had these overalls on uh, the day that we were going back to Costa Rica, and so I decided to take some of the jellies and put them into my overalls without my mom knowing. And so we would go to the airport, oh and we were just going through security clearance, and then this was <laughs> this was right after like <laughs> um, a terrorist attack. So oh yeah. my goodness! Oh, wow. no. So then imagine this little child going through security, and then the the alarms go beep 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 and so all the policemen ran towards this like four-year-old girl and they did and they thought that i had art like i was armed or something and then i actually just had jellies that my mom did not know about um so yeah (laughs) the u.s we love it (laughs) that's pretty great um so yeah that's now that you've told that story i I start remembering um I, i think one of the first memories of travel and the thing was we we were we weren't very um well rich Wealthy. yes <laughs> and um back then we used trains and we didn't go too far but we went across the border so i was born in moldova and we probably were going to ukraine um by train but Russian trains, they are different from Czech trains, and they are very famous and very funny. Um, but basically, what <laughs> happens is everyone sleeps kind of in one space. So you have bunk beds, uh, like two um, floors of bunk beds, but also you have a bunk bed, bunk bed across. And um, would and you like to say bunk bed again? Yes, um, <laughs> that's my favorite thing already. Great. Um, <laughs> Anyways, so basically everyone sleeps kind of together and everyone brings their food. So they boil eggs, they (laughs) cook chicken, and then when the time to eat starts. Yes, exactly. They sleep. And the problem is people are much longer than the shelves. So when you're walking (laughs) the corridor between the bunk beds, the feet feet are sticking. And some people don't don't wash them, you know. Oh, so no. it's it's a combination of all the smells of food, not not washed oh, feet, you no. know. No, like, all I'm just picturing too, like wow. the eggs, you know. Exactly, just like exactly. Hard-boiled eggs are yeah. just stinky. Yeah, like. yeah. And, They're and, a Costa Rican staple for picnics. <laughs> but that's not the story. It's not the story. Okay, okay. So the that's the surrounding of the story, right? Okay. That's what happened around. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you cross the border, there is a. Uh, police that like the border police that yeah. comes in and it checks all the documents that you should have or to, to travel across the border and but basically no <laughs> basically uh you you need to have a passport but 
besides that, what they do, they usually ask you if you are bringing something with you that is prohibited. And I was very young, and the questions they ask is usually, do you have arms? Do you have drugs? Do you have, um, I don't know, some super expensive things? You know, the, the things you shouldn't be bringing across the border. So when they are coming to the asking about the drugs, it's like, are you are you are you carrying a gun? It's like, no. Everyone is, you know, grown up, and I'm a kid. It's like, no. Do you carry drugs? It's like, ha, sure. Will I tell you that I carry drugs? You know, that was my. <laughs> this was what I said. Wait, how yeah. old were you? I don't know, like seven, oh ten. My. I don't. Oh I don't know. Lord. Very young. I wasn't. I did not understand. Like it was so crazy for me. Yeah. I didn't understand why you were asking. Like who would tell you if I have a gun or like drugs? You know, <laughs> what a stupid question. Like if yeah. I had one, I would never tell you. Yeah. And it's like that's what's going in my mind. I'm, I'm like laughingly telling it <laughs> to the police. To the police. <laughs> And my parents and everyone around in this, you know, surrounding. Oh my gosh. Like, Stop shut it. up, Stop shut it. up. <laughs> you know? And I, and I could uh, understand. Like, yeah, it's a stupid question. Like, I wouldn't tell you if I had drugs, you know? Uh, such a child. Yeah, everyone scared. was pretty oh scared and in panic. So it's, it's, it's like, you know, related oh to your gosh. story when you nice. were telling about wow. chaotic childhoods with drugs. <laughs> but can you imagine it's like yeah sure i have yeah, drugs sure. I'm not gonna what tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that that's yeah i've never i've never actually traveled with kids i don't think so i oh. don't know how that actually goes like just yeah. traveling with you don't know what a child's gonna yeah, say exactly. like you have no idea what comes out i mean that's just life with a child but then yeah, yeah when you're faced with officials and (laughs) having to go through these things i'm always worried that i'm gonna say something stupid but you know secretly just like what i mean i've done some silly things not in an airport and so i've always been afraid that i would do something like okay this isn't actually a travel story but i'm gonna tell it because it it reminds me of going through like security so Mm -hmm. i was going um to a friend's like a hearing at a court one time and you know at the courthouse you have to you know go through a security Security check just like the same same thing as as an airport and I knew as I was walking up onto like up the courthouse steps I remembered that I had like a pretty big knife in my bag well okay okay I grew up in court I know (laughs) I had okay so I grew up in Arizona and like we just ran around with knives with in your knives pocket in just in case I you literally to peel I had an apple it, or yeah, something. no seriously I used to sit and peel <laughs> cactus plants all like the the fruit cactus fruit oh we'd just sit gosh. there and eat cactus fruit so I always had a knife on me but I had it was a pretty large knife it was a skinning knife I think actually I don't know why it's Miranda but I remember that I had it in my bag and I was like oh shoot like I can't go through security with that so I was, I told my friend, I was like, I have to like go take care of something. And we were really far from the car. So I was like, what do we do? And I was like, I'll just, bush. I did. I, <laughs> I literally hid my knife in the bushes outside the courthouse. And so anyway, so I go in, I go into, you know, to the thing and I'm going through security and this guy looks at me and he's like, do you have a knife in your back? And I'm. I was like, no. And in my mind, I'm like, because it's outside. Because <laughs> it's in the bush. <laughs> and he's like, he looked at me again. He's like, do you have a knife in your in your bag? And I was like, no. Like, I'm like, yeah. I genuinely don't. It's yeah. in the bushes. 
He reaches his hand in the bag. There's another one. And he pulled out another <laughs> knife. And I was like, <laughs> why do I have two knives in my bag? Okay, so so it, it gets better. So, so anyways, so he's like, okay, that's okay. We'll just hold it. So he's holding the knife. It's fine. It ended up being fine. But then I go back with my friend again. They had to go back the next week. This time I triple checked. I was like, I have no, no knives, knives no throwing stars, in my bag. No like guns. I was like, yeah, nothing, nothing. And so I'm going through the security again. And I got asked the same question. This guy, I think it was a lady this time. She looks at me. She's like, do you have a knife in your bag? And I was like, this time I was like, I know I don't have a knife in my bag. And I was like, no, like I don't have a knife in my bag. And she rummaged through my bag and she's like, oh, it's just nail clippers. You're fine. (laughs) I was just like, what are the odds that I would get asked that again? Like what in the world? So anyways, so because of that, I've always been every time I've traveled, I like triple check like everything, like every pocket, everything I could possibly because I used to carry knives all the time. And I was petrified (laughs) that I would go through like an airport security with a knife and like get tackled or something crazy. So we're changing the topic so to security situations. Security situations, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Before we move on, like one of the things that I remember is that I traveled since I was a kid, like mm-hmm. one year old, mm-hmm. uh, two year old. Like I was always traveling. Like every year, at least one uh, once a year, I will travel back to Korea because my parents are missionaries. So... I don't remember my first travel, but Uh. what I do remember is um, when I was 10 years old, uh, I was saying bye to my classmates to say uh, bye as a summer break. Mm. I was like, yeah, it's just a summer break. I'll come back next month after summer, you know, no big deal. Bye bye. And then I traveled. (laughs) I was in Uzbekistan. Oh, wow. And then... (laughs) Uh, in international school, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Bye, bye. I will see you next year uh, in a few months." And then I go. I traveled to Korea. I remember traveling to Korea and being really excited. And I never went back. Oh, that's so sad. That's actually one of my fir- first memories of travel oh. that I distinctly had to remember because, like, I had to recall that memory of traveling because I never remembered anything in Uzbekistan Mm. because it was so natural for me to just go back all the time that I I didn't have to keep it in my memory. So that was like so weird, like remembering travel. Mm -hmm. That was so weird. I always remembered uh, when I was in, when I went to Korea every summer, when I came back to Uzbekistan, I always saw crying faces. Mm. right before boarding the plane because uh, all yeah. of the all, all of my friends in korea that i've made yeah. all of them were sad that yeah. i'm leaving yeah. but i was like bye i'm gonna see you next time anyway and oh. i remember always being happy to travel but all the people who are left behind were all sad <laughs> i was like happens. it's yeah. so weird it was so weird in my brain it was like dude we all travel or don't we no. <laughs> oh, not everybody we're has gonna come back no big deal why are you yeah. crying and i never come back <laughs> yeah. that happened to me a lot as well when i was younger because i was in cyprus and we would travel back to costa rica and like it was really like exciting to go back and everything but every time that we'd like go back to cyprus you would see like i have all these like mental pictures of my family like good saying goodbye sobbing. on this yeah on the street just sobbing their eyes out and Aww. yeah it's it's crazy yeah yeah that's the thing about travel is that 
when you're young, you don't really realize why it's sad because you're the one traveling. Yeah. You're not you're, the you ones. You don't really know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, you're just jumping on something. Yeah, you're that... just jumping on. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. It's yeah. adventure. Yeah. You go somewhere you didn't mm-hmm. been before. You're like you, you don't understand all the things mm. that it imply with travel. But I remember. Oh. I think the turning point w- is when you're the one staying. Ah, uh, yeah, and somebody yes. else is leaving, and somebody else is traveling. Yeah. Yeah. That's the point. That's the point where, since that point where I couldn't go back. Mm. was the point i realized oh traveling is not that fun anymore <laughs> since like then i haven't liked it that much i feel like i've gone through different phases of it mm. because well i didn't really travel much growing up i think my first <clears throat> i think my first flight i think i was 15 i went on a missions trip to uh chicago <clears throat> uh with my youth group so and far <laughs> i know it's so so far um but yeah, we went there as a on a mission trip. I think it was like 18 high schoolers and it was so crazy, so much fun. We had an amazing time. It was a solid group of kids. And um, I think that was my first traveling experience. And then like I had always wanted to do missions. So I was super excited to travel. I went to Haiti, I think when I was 17 on a missions trip. And then or maybe, no, I was 16. I don't remember. That's really uh, and then Zambia when I was 18 on a missions trip. And, um, but yeah, I, so growing up, I always was looking forward to traveling. I, you know, when I was a kid, I had prayed every night that I would get to go to Africa by the time I was 12. Like Aww. that was my biggest dream. And I, I didn't quite make it when I was 12, but I was like, Lord, I trust you. I trust you. But, um, anyways, I think I, so since then, I think I've definitely gone through different phases and seasons of like goodbyes are easier or harder you know mm. like i think the first time i left it was sad but it wasn't too bad like i was just like okay like i'll see you um when i w- left for a longer period of time because yeah. i left f- for australia when i was 18 and i said goodbye to my family and i was excited it was an exciting adventure but as i've gotten older like goodbyes have gone harder like every time i see my family i'm like yeah, uh, or every time I have to say goodbye to my family, but it's just, but it's weird because then sometimes it gets easier because you get used to it. So I don't know. Goodbyes are funny. It was really crazy for me when I went back to Costa Rica and I was in this school um, with just like Costa Rican people because I was in international schools all the time, and I had, I was in year ten and we would go up to year eleven. And so at the end of your 10, my dad's like, hey, we're going to move to Kenya <laughs> and you can't say anything about it. So <laughs> I was like, wait, no, but I want to graduate with my friends and Aww. stuff like that. And then um, everybody was super sad because I was leaving and yeah. I wasn't going to graduate and we had planned everything out and like sure. all the trips and everything. And then um, my my Spanish teacher was like, well, just think about it that Adri's leaving now and y'all are leaving next year like you're not gonna see each other every day anymore you're just gonna keep on with your lives and obviously my Costa Rican friends that are still there they like all of them they still hang out a lot and everything and I'm over here in Prague like you know completely out of it but um yeah it was kind of that that even if you don't travel too much you still have these separations Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so that was really really interesting
In terms of travel, what has been your favorite place to go to, guys? I would say like one of the most impactful or most beautiful places or most enjoyable, I would say, uh, travel that I had in my life was an actual travel, meaning like uh, all my travels had a purpose, mm. like a ministry or work is always work related to my parents. Like it's not my traveling that is the important part. It's <laughs> the purpose. Like the touristing part. It, yeah, we didn't have touristing part. Yeah, it was always. It work. was like, oh, let's see this church. It's an idol. <laughs> Fun. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, look at this amazing idol worship. It's not that fun. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they say that all the time, yeah. they're like, you're like, as a kid, you're like, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the f- actual touristing part that I had in my life was during high school where I went to Italy. I love Italy. Italy. I've been there so many times. <laughs> when you have leisure, <laughs> when you have a teacher who lived there for like a year, right. who knows Italy, who knows where to go, yeah. who knows what to feed you. Oh, yes. You know, where as a local there, pizza. instead of like touristy places, yes. you you get like really good food you know where to go that you can take your textbooks with you to actually like confirm the history yeah. of renaissance oh, I didn't do that. and i, I have like, the oh, best sure. best pizza ever yes you know i think that's the best travel i've ever had in my life Italy where where really did good. you go in Italy? i went to florence i took rome i went to orvieto uh, orvieto is like a very mm, hilly town mm. it's like three like 2000 meters above sea level nice. so it's really up there and um he studied there uh for like six months or something my teacher who took us there so he took he toured and he took us to catholic church he took us to a really good pizza place and like yes. art museum all, all the stuff like i was like that's really cool it's like you need to go to authentic countryside wherever you want to actually yes. experience that yeah, country. country and yeah. Make sure you have a good friend with you yeah, <laughs> that lived guy, there. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's the key recipe or good to research. Yes, I think yeah, there is some too. limit depending to research, who, though. Depending on who you're, or just good exploration skills. It depends that on too. who you are. You know, like Alex over here. I know, I know that he. You have like lists of like where you go, where you've been. Yeah, the trouble in our family is interesting. Um, I do agree Italy is a great place and I also love Italy and we've been quite a few places but one thing about Italy there are quite a few things you can actually visit there like let's just name a few things right like for example uh, they have great lakes right Mm. Uh, so Como and and they have lakes around there great place they have um uh Rome, right? They have. Uh, Wait, Milan. what are we listing? Uh, j- just the places. great places in Italy oh, that yes. you can visit. J- just Italy, you know, like I can't think of another country that, that has, has so many, many attractions oh, yeah. There's yeah. that you can many. visit. Yes. Sicily. So, so the Giza Tower, yeah. right? Um, then. Did I say Giza? Pisa. You mean Pisa? Pisa. <laughs> I was like, Giza Tower? <laughs> Good Giza. job. So M- M- Milan, Milan is the fashion. Uh, place center, right yeah. the sp- f- center Lots of, of fashion. art and lovely um yeah. naples the volcano 
you know, and great Pompeii. Pompeii, yes, exactly. Mm. Uh, what else? They have the great um, like beaches, you know, like summer yeah. vacation places around there. Uh, so Positana is is a great place, and they have like a whole thing around the coast where like yeah. similar cities are located, like with amazing views. So when we're talking about Italy, I completely agree. It's one of the best places to go. So amazing. But one thing we did, uh, so before we moved to Czech Republic with my wife, um, it's really expensive to travel from Russia. I know mm -hmm. it's really expensive to travel from US also, but just because of the flights, you know. Yeah. But just for Russian people, it's it's really expensive and it uh, got even worse. It got worse with visas and it also got worse because of the currency uh, exchange mm -hmm. and it yeah. like exploded it was like three times the mm -hmm. amount that it was before but besides that um it's like pretty far to fly anywhere and when we came to czech republic one thing we did or i did um i drew a map or i took a map and i basically drew a like a circle which basically showed where it is economically feasible tra to travel to by car and then where it's it makes sense to fly by plane. Mm. And basically more than eight hours, like if, if it's more than eight hours by car, it makes sense to fly by a plane mm. ju just economically if you're traveling yeah. two of you. Yeah, like true. if you're traveling bigger groups it might be more economically visible to do it but again there is like you know trade-offs always but yeah. that that's what when you were talking about like you know alex have plans and you know <laughs> I, I don't have all the plans but i'm the one who has to plan our vacation our family because my wife hates planning <laughs> and she she like waits until the last minute we need to fly and then starts booking you know hotels plane tickets and <laughs> so on and it's and that's the worst <laughs> thing because like it's it's then very expensive know. yeah that's so but true. also the other thing i never did in my life is i have friends that are planning their vacations like a year up front and oh, i was no. always like terrified by that because i don't know what happens like next week or months like exactly. i cannot play in my life that far <laughs> somebody knows a year ahead that they will like fly on this day to us and you know they book the tickets they book the hotels and stuff what if you get sick like what if some yeah. you know somebody <laughs> else got sick like all of this is get gets canceled so you know i'm i'm pretty boring in that part like i'm we are usually planning our vacations very close to the date we're going also i have no idea what happens at work at church you know like yeah. i have to be there so yeah that happens to me now like when i like a couple weeks ago well months ago i was like I want to go to Sicily and I asked a friend I was like hey we have some vacations you want to come and so we went to Sicily together and it was like a super impromptu thing I love to plan so obviously I spent the whole night just going through everything and making sure that everything was going to be okay but the only thing that I do plan is like going back to Costa Rica like because it is a huge investment mostly coming from here thankfully like you know tickets now are a bit lower um but it's not i think going back to my home country is not like everybody goes to costa rica and they're like it's so beautiful it's so natural and there's so many things to do and stuff i'm like when i go to costa rica i go and just chill at my grandmother's house so <laughs> really right. i don't really do that much and i've met a lot of Czechs that have gone to costa rica <clears throat> 
And they're like, oh, yeah, I went to the indigenous places and to all of these beautiful sanctuaries. I'm like, I've never been there. Like classic. Wherever yeah. you're from or your homeland. Yeah. You never appreciate. Never visit. Exactly. Red Square visit. in Moscow. I've been yeah. a few times. Yeah. Everyone else. First thing they visit is Red Square. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So. And so like for me, it's really crazy to kind of see that. And then now yeah. that I'm going this like I'm planning to go this December. That is something that I have to plan in advance because you have to obviously save up and stuff. And then when I go to Costa Rica and like when my family always goes, it's like we're saving up to go and like take our family out for dinner yeah. and then like take gifts for them and stuff. So it's not even money that we're going to spend on us. It's like yeah. money that we're going to spend on everybody else. Um, but yeah, I, I'd like to plan everything, but I also like to be more, yeah, you know, impromptu, impromptu. and stuff too. I definitely am more on the... Uh, fly by the seat of my pants kind of person <laughs> when it comes to yeah. I, I'm not a big planner this is not a big secret with anybody that knows me <laughs> that has worked <laughs> with you <laughs> that works with me uh, I have gotten so much better over the years but um, but I have definitely been in some interesting situations where I'm like only God got me through this <laughs> because I was not the one that had this figured out. So I was thinking about, I had kind of a funny story that I thought I'd share. So um, this wasn't like my favorite place to go to, but I was only there for a few days. But when I was living in Australia, I uh, my visa had run out and I needed to just leave the country and get a new visa mm -hmm. um, to come back because I was doing a school. And so the two op options are either to go to New Zealand or go to Indonesia. And at the time, I had, like, no money at all. <laughs> so I was like, the cheaper, cheaper option was to go to Indonesia, to Bali. Mm. So this was my first Cheaper time. was to go to Bali? Yes, it was. It, <laughs> it, it Not is. the worst it's, place. It's yeah. very cheap. Yeah. It's very yeah, cheap I've to go from that. Australia to Bali. So anyways, it was my first time, like, going somewhere uh, where I had to plan it. You know, when I when I went to Australia... I went to a school. I went yeah. to YWAM. I went to a DTS. They picked me up at the airport. Mm -hmm. I went to the school. They gave me, a, you know, they helped me with all these things. So here's me. I'm 18. I don't know what the heck I'm doing with anything. It's my first time booking an Airbnb, like whatever. So <clears throat> first of all, I had to take a Greyhound bus. Um, What's a Greyhound A Greyhound bus. bus. It's just a bus. Oh. <laughs> it Just for North Americans, you probably know what a Greyhound bus is or Australians. It's just a bus. You just take a bus. It, there's not a lot of bus systems, you know, in. All right. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I had to take a bus, which I, Australia was my first experience taking public transportation. I had never um. taken them in my life. So, I'm still new to the bus thing. So, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Labs and oh, international. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, so it was my kind of like my first experience taking a longer bus. It was a couple hours up north. And then when I got, so I had to take a bus from Airlie Beach to Townsville. And my flight was out of Townsville. And the bus station was, I think, about like seven kilometers from the airport. And I literally didn't have money to get like a taxi or anything yeah. i walked oh, I, wow. I walked with my backpack quite a lot. yeah i did and i didn't have a phone either so i had screenshotted <laughs> oh that worked I, I think i had like an ipod so i had screenshotted like how 
to walk there and was just praying that I was going the right direction most of the time. <laughs> I was like, I really hope I'm going the right place. <laughs> I went past like this penitentiary, 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 a jail, jail. Um, penitentiary she went through a jail i went like past it and as i'm going past it i'm like i'm in the middle of nowhere i really hope nobody gets out of this jail (laughs) i'm by myself out here i have no phone anyways so i I finally made it to the airport and i'm i'm there at the airport and there was this girl that i had noticed at the bus station i thought she had really cool glasses so i was like i'll just start up a conversation with her so <laughs> I started talking with her. <laughs> yeah. So we talked for like two hours and then we were, she seemed pretty chill. Like she was, a, you know, she was a decent human being. So I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, I wonder, we were like, okay, we get in at two in the morning. Let's try to like share a cab to where we're going so that, you know, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. We're not alone. Yeah. You know, going into Bali at two in the morning as an 18 year old girl who has like zero travel experience probably a good idea to find like a buddy you know that seems decent which i'm so glad i found her because she had like i didn't know like that you should look up what is a good cab fare or who's gonna rip you off like i didn't Mm. know any of those things yet you know, I thought this was going to take a worse turn and that, that she was not going to be decent, oh, but right, that's right, just right. my <laughs> bad mind. Anyways. <laughs> well, so anyways, so we finally, we get there and we go out and she had a book, you know, that had like tips for what to do. And I was just like, thank you, Jesus. Cause I would have had She's no prepared. clue. She's prepared. Me noise. being over here, just going, I gotta get to Bali. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> so we go up to the, um, the cab driver and I show him the address and he's like, well, that's the street, but what's the address? And I, I don't have Wi-Fi. I don't have data. I have nothing that I can get to the information. I just had screenshotted what I thought I needed and he's like no 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 that's like a huge long street and I could drop you off there it's two in the morning but he's like I don't want to do that and I'm just like sitting there like almost having like a panic attack just like I don't know and I'm like he's like well what's the name of it so I show him the name he's like no no that's the name of the owner what's the name of the like the hotel or the hostel the Airbnb (laughs) and I'm just like oh my gosh what do I do I had already gone out of the airport like again i have had very minimal experiences with airports i didn't know you could probably just go back in and get wi-fi and check those things i was freaked out of course so in a last ditch effort i talked to this girl i'm like do you think that they'd have any rooms left at the place that you're staying at and she's like maybe it's worth a try and she's like we could just hold the cabin if you need to go back to the airport i was like okay let's do it so we go in this cab to this place so again now i've just met this girl right I don't know where she's staying. This is totally <laughs> naive Miranda, 18-year-old Miranda. We literally go up this dark alley, like, in the middle of Bali, like, super creepy. We go up these, like, wooden stairs that was so sketch. I'm praying the whole time. Just oh like, oh, Lord Jesus, God. just help us. Just be with me. And, like, we go up there, and there's a lady at reception, and it's, like, this open terrace, like, outside that you go up to. And we're, I'm talking with her and she's like, oh, we have one bed left in the women's room. It's like a hostel. Nice. So I was like, oh, because I definitely didn't want to do like co-ed because you just never know, especially yeah. when you're alone. Yeah. So I was like, OK. So I go in and there's literally like 
three rows of bunk beds, four bunk beds high. Oh, wow. So you like climb super, super high to get into these bunk beds. And yeah, there was one one bed left in the girls one. And that How much night, was that? It was super cheap. I can imagine. I think it was like 14 bucks or something. Nice. Like <laughs> yeah. It was super cheap. So I was totally like terrified that entire night. I just remember like dreaming like, of people coming and like stealing us like, yeah because it, it was know. your first time being in like yeah. a hostel my first time being in a hostel i'm alone like i'm just like freaked out and oh so anyways God. thankfully nothing happened and in the morning that girl was so nice like she went and like helped me go find my the place that i'd actually booked and we hung out like at the beach and whatever and then yeah it was super stressful but that was my totally naive i had no idea how to travel and i got thrown in the deep end and all i have to say is i think god yes <laughs> just Hallelujah. was protecting me <laughs> because i think that my poor mother like i i didn't tell her a lot of things of what was happening yeah, at that time good. In my life, but she was definitely worried she usually didn't call me about anything and i remember she called me in indonesia she was felt like, it yeah she was like are you okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> what's happening? Well, and then I, I had another scare where I thought I didn't think that I could actually get my visa. Yeah. It was like twenty dollars. Visas are always the whole, most horrible it part was, of traveling. Yeah, and I was super afraid, and I just remember going like, "That's it. I have no money to fly back to America. I can't get back into Australia." And I was like, "I'm, I'm stuck. In Bali. I'm stuck in Indonesia. I'm gonna have to get a job here. Like, <laughs> I'm just stuck in Bali." yeah just riding bikes for people and stuff oh my gosh yeah wow that's crazy but i've learned since then of course yeah we live (laughs) and we learn (laughs) all right so we're going to leave this conversation here but we're going to continue it in our next episode so be on the lookout for that thanks for joining us for today's episode of found in prague if you enjoyed today's show please like subscribe and tell a friend Follow us on social media at Youth Praha. Join us next time.